0: what Gina a great make way you feel good about God. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody hey 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 paul Oh, somebody's! I just jump right in, right in there. You
1: don't have to introduce me. No, it's a uh, thing.
0: It's a normal thing. Gina Trapani is here on the podcast with us. Hi. Hi, Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi. Gina. Nice Gina's to be here. A, so I'm Paul Ford. I'm the co-founder. Rich is a co-founder. Gina's a managing partner, and we're going to talk. I have, I have an idea. I want to. There's a thing I want to talk about. Okay? okay. I'm
1: excited about this.
0: For some reason, we do the best when we talk about the most boring possible thing and how we actually deal with it. Okay. Okay. SOWs. What is an SOW? Yeah, let's let's let's
1: say what that is.
0: So it's a statement of work, and so the first of all, there's like a contract, and usually when you're a services firm like us, and you have a contract. You have a, a services agreement and it's kind of broad. It's like, you know, we're going to have a relationship and Postlight is the name of the company and, and your co is the name of your company and we're going to work together and we're going to communicate this way and if there's a lot of changes, it might happen this way and you're going to pay us at a certain time and, and we're going to deliver things and so on. But it, it's pretty, it's not specific about what's getting done. It's, it's specific to the relationship. Now, to have a really good contract, you got to say what you're going to do. What is your work commitment? That's right. That is the statement of work. Now the statement of work is also kind of the more flexible part of the contract. It usually comes as kind of like an appendix or an exhibition added to the end. And, exhibit an mean. exhibit that's the word that's the word thank yeah. you
2: thank you. you're a lawyer yeah and let me tell you how the law works Though. yeah it's usually actually not oftentimes statements of work are not flexible they're oftentimes especially when you get into big big organizations in government the statement of work can be hundreds of pages long because it actually has to be down to the screws of exactly what you're committing to i'm
0: going to deliver you a battleship exactly And this is, software is really tricky here right because i'm delivering you a battleship it's got to float it's going to be in the water it's going to displays a certain amount of tonnage. They can be
2: massive. Oftentimes, it goes to a spreadsheet, a statement of work.
1: But that's not how we do.
2: That's not how we do. We have this belief. We have this... I wouldn't call it a belief. We just have this acknowledgement that the software process is very fluid and that decisions are going to get made along the way. In fact... Many agencies love the really, really long, complex statement of work because what it implies is that it's complete. And when changes happen, they actually charge more money. It's usually called the change order. Right, the
1: issue a change order. The there's, issue an, a change. there's a written amendment.
2: That's right, which leads to more revenue, more dollars for the agency because it's more work. We actually flipped it on its head. And what we do is we say, we're going to follow this North Star, and this is the goal in the broadest sense. But we also are both acknowledging that we're going to make decisions along the way that are going to fall within the parameters of this goal. And the dollars around this acknowledge that. And in fact... To this day, I don't think we've ever written a change order. I don't think we've ever put I don't think one out. So. Um, we've
1: done like extension, like there, there's new work. There's so new work, this, which is Correct. a, a sl- subtle difference, but a difference. Correct. I'd say one of my most terrifying moments at Postlight was, so, you know, I was, I was an engineer. I was an individual contributor. I'd be on project teams and I'd be working on projects and, and I didn't have this visibility in the SOW. I wasn't writing the SOW. Um, there was a point at which I moved into sales and I started looking, you know, understanding SOWs started writing SOWs. But there was a point where I said to Rich, I was like, Hey Rich, I'm really that, you know, we're starting off this new project. I'm so excited. I shared the SOW with the entire team. I wanted everyone to be on the same page about exactly what it is that we're doing. And Rich looked at me and said, yeah, the minute that the SOW is written, it's it's pretty much out of date. <laughs> oh, no, this is real. Nobody... And I was, I panicked. Like, I just remember just feeling just, I went white in the, I was like, what do you mean it's out of date? What do you mean? And it was, you really have to like, let go a little bit. Yeah. The whole point of it, And be like, right. let go of the letter of the agreement and just be like, this is a software effort. Things are going to come up. We can't anticipate them. And we're going to, we're going to handle them like using our best judgment and having a conversation. Like that's in very, good faith. In, that's good, right. faith, that's in right. good faith. That's
0: right. And this is what's tricky because we're not, building a house. We're not putting cabinets in. We're not like, there's no sequence where you can go like, this will absolutely guarantee you the software outcome that you want. Yep. Instead, you're basically entering the, into this consulting relationship of trust where we're like, we're going to listen to you and we're going to do the absolute best we can to get a real working piece of software across the line. And honestly, everything, everything after
2: that is speculative. It, it really is. It, what's, what's interesting about this approach is that it actually empowers us, the agency, in an unusual way in that we are able to say, I know you're really excited about this addition that you want to make, but it's going to put things in jeopardy. And that oftentimes a client first, usually their first reaction is sort of, kind of seize up and say, ah, I'm the client, what's going on? It's not just that they're very worried that they're getting their value, right? Like they're yep. gonna give us all this money and are, are yep. they
0: getting, did we just take their money? Like that's, and right. that's a very, we are we live with that with every relationship.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I renovated my my house a couple of years ago and it was supposed to be $1,000 and it ended up being $4,000. I'm using different numbers just to give you a sense of scale. And the reason was, every time they opened a wall in my 100-year-old building, they said, you're not going to believe this, Rich.
0: This is is held up by rat skeletons. There is a
2: small family living inside your wall that we're going to have to deal with.
0: First of all, you can't just evict them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That uncertainty is what often leads agencies. Other agency executives, people who run businesses have told me, you're crazy. That is absolutely suicidal. You are going to kill yourself. You're going to really harm the agency one day by having that kind of open-endedness. Then the years go by. Well, I mean,
1: I mean, this is this is the commonly accepted thing amongst sort of freelancers and small agencies: is that you spell out exactly what you do. Protect yourself. You manage expectations. You lay out those expectations, and, and if something that, you know changes, then you have to renegotiate that relationship. I mean, absolutely, that, that was what my understanding of how you know agencies and freelancers worked.
2: It's not an unreasonable one, right? But one of the things that's implicit in our approach is that we believe that humans are decent and in good faith good things can happen which is not how the law works it's
1: incredibly optimistic it's
2: <laughs> incredibly optimistic and but in fact you know a, an agreement is a rule book for when things go wrong that's what agreements are that you go back to them when you're going back to them when they paste lawyers know this move oh when you're when, when you, you're when pasting you're... out of the contract into an email
1: oh you know that you're in a bad place you
2: never want to see that contract again you never want to see that contract again right and i don't know if i can fully articulate why we have found that sweet spot that formula i think it's because we do spend a lot of time building that trust with that partner before an agreement even I, comes together you know we together. don't
0: sell a platform you don't go you don't come to postlight and go i'm going to buy the postlight thingamajig that does xy and z the postlight marketing platform or yep. the postlight advertising yep. solution so As a result, you kind of need to know what you're buying. Like, there's no situation in which you can buy our services without knowing what you're getting. What do you mean? Well, if you go and somebody says, "I have an all-in-one marketing solution for you. Mm-hmm. You need to market your product online. Well, I have analytics and content mm-hmm. management and it'll mm-hmm. it'll make a podcast for you." Yep. Those are things a salesperson is going to say. Yep. Now, the company's on the hook to deliver and deliver custom services around it. Yes. Okay. Yep. So the SOW is going to outline that stuff, but really the priority of the firm is to keep developing their platform. Not to solve everybody's problem, but to solve as many problems as they need to in order to because they have more, a product, sell more and
2: more of the product. Correct. That
0: is when you enter, and most services orgs have products that they
2: rally are building around. on top yeah, of. Yeah, right. They're building on top of. Yeah, and,
0: and I see that what happens is like your SOW for your custom CMS, blah blah blah, connected to your marketing platform. Those get really long. They get really detailed. Whereas You come to us because you're like, I got to get my thing done. And, uh, you know, it needs to integrate with these things. And it should be, we kind of like React Native because it works on iOS and Android. And that's not quite the same as rallying around the flag of the platform. It's like a little more.
2: No, but focus on the question, this question, which is why hasn't this blown up in our faces a few times.
0: Not every relationship is great. There are some bad days and some good days. So it's mm-hmm. not like we're we're not perfect.
2: We are vulnerable, but we believe in the relationship. That's how we're able to, I think, avoid the conflict because look, we are exposed. Look, there's also, I'm a lawyer, yeah. I, and and I I handle the do, the agreements for for Post light and I know where our agreement is three is four pages. It was I mean, so
1: hard for me to get my head around the idea that you're a lawyer and that you're you are willing to go with that sort of what I felt like was ambiguity. But what I came to understand later is that the relationship is more important, that the agreement is a byproduct of a relationship I think and it's right. not that the agreement defines the relationship. I think that's it's right. relationship first and and it's it's so interesting. I had a you know we've I wrote an SOW recently with a client that we have worked with and we have, you know, done really well for and ship software for and the SOW was like we might work on these things, we're going to work together to prioritize these things. Like, Mm -hmm. let's go. And there was a tremendous amount of trust that was required there to get that through legal. And she had it in us because we had proven it and it was a good relationship.
0: That's the thing. You will find that with mature counsel on the other side, they're often way more fluid. Like they don't need to see everything. They're like, yeah, okay, this articulates a pretty clear relationship. And then they go talk to their people, their stakeholders. And they're like, you're, you're feeling good about this? And they're like, yeah, they're going to get it. They've already done work with us. And the lawyers go, okay.
2: Yeah. If there's a relationship already in place, the temperature is way, 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 way down. This is real. But giant legal teams on the other side are like, Okay. We get it. Yeah. I mean, look, we're not trying to shit on the, uh, what often is the driver or the, or the agenda around larger consulting firms. But let's face it, larger consulting firms sell humans in time. And we oftentimes do not. We oftentimes sell the end goal, the end result. It's a different model. It's frankly a much more profitable model. And it's a model that I think has trickled down to the culture at Postlight. Like Postlight doesn't do timesheets. It a- it's not... There's a flip side
0: here, too. There's a really important thing that we leave out, and it's going to sound self-promoting to talk about it, but it, it actually isn't. Let's say something's going a little wrong. There's been miscommunication or some missteps or something's off. I've sat in the room that we we're recording this podcast and you and I, it's one of the reasons I think we work well together. Like we try to optimize the firm to be profitable, you know, pay good salaries, have a nice New York office and so on. But one of the flip sides of this whole deliverable-based thing is somebody comes in and is like, I have a problem. I needed this to be this and it's this today. We're hearing this and people are talking to us and there's a lot of negotiation and who's responsible and whatever. We have the right and the that we feel the responsibility ability to kind of pull a card and go, we'll ship something really good, fix it and make it good. Now, if the the client is just like asking for things they never asked for before at the last minute or whatever, we'll push Mm -hmm. back on that. But if
2: they have a case and they do sometimes, you go, okay. Make it, I mean, it right. We've done it. We've Sorry. gone over. We've gone over in terms of time or people. Sometimes we've brought more resources to bear without bringing up the conversation because bring things. Bring in
0: someone senior.
2: Bring in someone senior, or there's more help that's needed here or there, and we've done it. And. Frankly, I don't feel like going back and forth for another two weeks with legal to modify the agreement around that. You know, I think I'd also like, I like taking responsibility and going, let's get this for you.
0: I just, I don't, I don't want to negotiate as to like, okay, maybe this is a bad situation. Maybe we're to blame. Maybe not. You know, there are a few times I've, I will defend the firm,
2: but I don't want to dig in my heels on the project. I'm just like, let's get it done. Sometimes they come to you and it's, look, I know this is not in scope, but I need a win. Yeah, Like I just had a really bad meeting and I need a win and I need to show them something next week. We'll, we'll work with that. Again, there is some, sometimes if there it's in bad faith and it's just an aggressive actor that just is viewing us, as I like to say, wedding caterers, no offense to anybody who caters a wedding. It's a very complicated, big, important event for people. Well, no, it's not about, that's the whole point. Like it's, it's really hard to cater a wedding and the customers can be awful. They can be awful. And one of the things we've tried to project, even from the first minute you meet us, is we are not commoditized labor that you're hiring. We are your partner. We're here to give you advice. We're actually give you advice for even the stakeholders that you are answering to. And that hopefully sets the dynamic up differently and that we avoid that. So, Paul, I've been hearing about <laughs> this thing. What is right. it
0: called again? All right. So I've been writing more and more SOWs because I'm running sales. Which you're enjoying immensely. Some days I enjoy it. Um no, I enjoy sales. But I'll tell you, I really actually I hate writing SOWs. Oh. Huh. It's just a block, just a like, oh now it's real, and now I have to do this one kind of clerical thing and I gotta get it all broken down and it's gotta and it has to get reviewed by people. It's just like a lot of process because it's going to lawyers and there's a lot of people involved. And it's just it's not a pleasant, fun task. And I No, it's paperwork. I, I know myself very well at this point. If I face with a task like that, I will often procrastinate. And the way out of the procrastination is to have a set of processes that I can apply. And literally, like if I write a recipe for how to do something, I will then do it, and I'm less less anxious and less likely to to not do it. So I wrote, I have a full like thirty step SOW completion recipe. What? Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. This in org mode. Yeah, it's in Emacs org mode. I cut and paste. I have little templates for each chunk of text and so on. Oh my god. Okay, no, it's just literally like. Goes to our head of ops. Goes to Rich for review. Here is the like literally. If I have to remember the piece of text that is like Postlight will perform the following or blah 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 blah. You know, there's like 30 things that you just have to say. Yeah. And like I need that all there for me because if I have to go shopping for it, I will find myself on Twitter. So somebody wrote me. Uh, somebody who occasionally has a smaller agency and occasionally asks for advice and. He was like, hey, can you share any SOWs? We're getting bigger. I'm like, no, I can't really do that. I don't want to give you my paperwork. Yeah. But I will give you this piece of advice, which is that write an SOW like you're a caveman. So I'll give you an example. Postlight will, let's say we're just building a website. Okay. So Postlight will build client co website. That is literally a line in the SOW. Sure. So, and now let me say it as a caveman. Postlight build client co website. Okay. What I didn't say. Here's what I didn't say. (laughs) Postlight will build a dynamic, interactive website that is responsive for ClientCo. Yeah. Yeah. Postlight will. You know, I didn't say. I didn't. I stopped all selling. Yeah. Stopped all speculation. So ClientCo website will include pages: colon, homepage, about us, team, news. Yeah. You know, verticals: sports, local, travel, pets, templates, page, article, blog post. Postlight website will integrate with yeah. Google Analytics there's no speculation
2: and then well you glossed over this you close deals at Postlight. you're in sales and you're still selling like it's done it's now time it's, for the paperwork it's incredibly hard to stop selling <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean love little- W that you're speaking reality and like you're, you're saying the words because it's going to happen. Like, like as a, just a copy editor, I mean, I'm like, yes, present tense, active verbs with you know, no. few adjectives and clear statements with you know, the, the object, the verb, and do the it, and,
0: and, and don't even do post light. So it's like post you so post will release website to public, Paul, re-
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Paul, Paul release website to public. Okay, <laughs> now. Notice what a caveman doesn't say is Paul will ensure that website is released in timely manner by schedule. Like Paul. Yeah, Paul sure. and Postlight yeah. doesn't say I'm not saying like I'm your friend. I'm not saying I'm going to get every little detail here. Yep. I'm saying here is the thing that we are going to agree upon and yep. we are going to get these things done. Everything else is speculation.
2: I mean this is actually pretty much in the spirit of how we approach legal documents at postslide. I mean there's the complex verbose sort of legalistic type of language and then there's, you know what actually lawyers call it, sort of a plain English style of writing agreements and laws and things like that. And this is in the spirit of that. The truth is those words it is a tool for interpretation, the thing, right? And you're eliminating all of those weird ambiguities and adjectives and things that can actually confuse people. Mm-hmm. Again, hopefully you don't go back to it. We rarely go back. We rarely get it waved in our faces, but I think it's useful as a communication tool because anybody should be able to read it. Listen, it when not feel speci- complicated.
0: Specify like a caveman. That's what I'm telling everybody. Yep. Like just yep. say the thing that you're going to do. And it turns out these are people see them and they go, Great, I'm signing it. Yeah. And there are you when I first wrote them and you started editing them, we would have to cut 70%. Yeah. I was making promises without even knowing I was making promises. Yep. Yep. And if you just like do this formulation, like Paul will make website. And it sounds really dumb, but you gotta keep it that simple because that's what people can agree upon. The trickiest thing for people, someone like me, I think Gina too, right? Is like not trained as lawyers is that desire to please and communicate Definitely. remains when you're writing that SOW.
2: Interesting. And yes. instead, interesting. That's not Which what is often sales. Right, but that's not what this document is. Not at all. Right.
1: I want you to you know feel good about what you bought. And yeah, you know, it's true. Hard hard as oh, hell. Yeah. And, and this that,
2: is, you think, a product of your backgrounds and just contracts are weird. You're literally
0: not it's not a it's a negotiation in which you're trying to respectfully say
2: as little as possible and they're going to say in fact not a negotiation it's the outcome it's yeah it's the byproduct of a negotiation right
0: and so it's like the goal is to have as much clarity and as little that is optimistic yeah right yeah contracts are not supposed to be optimistic documents they're supposed to be factual and they're supposed to be logical about time and space and resources and so on every project that starts has a kind of speculative. Joyful aspect to it. Like, boy, this time is going to be different. Yep. Contracts are the opposite.
1: We also have those safety net phrases at the bottom the asterisk or the, or the, the little note that's like, assuming dependencies land. Changes will be mutually agreed upon. Yes. Like there's all there's also like that language, which which I think is I mean assuming dependencies land is pretty optimistic, but it also protects us, right? Because we're, we're situations Absolutely. where dependencies from other vendors or the client themselves keeps us from being able to do our work, right? One
2: hundred percent. You know, you put that in agreements. You just touched on the other key clause, which is this is not everything any detail that's not here has to be mutually agreed upon by both parties. Because a lot of times when they say, in the SOW it says, there will be sign up and sign on functionality. And that gets interpreted as, but that means it'll work with Google login and Facebook login and maybe a couple of others.
1: Twitter, right? GitHub, Twitter, LinkedIn. I mean,
2: I, I should also, be able to sign in with any of those, right? Magic links that right? I
1: don't really need to log in. Yeah. Post-site
2: <laughs> build login. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, this is the thing. It sounds like you're bringing clarity and you are, but there is always ambiguity. Mm-hmm. The ambiguity is still there. And a client understanding that their boundaries have been placed on this thing. There is a trust here. There's like, look, this is six months. We're going to give you these things. And when they come back and say, it's got to auth into these eight services, we have to come back and say, this is a six month project. It's got to fit inside this. Yeah, right? we, we login's going to be there. Login's going to be there, right? We said we would. We've had that impasse. It's happened where people are like, oh, come on, guys. You've got to be kidding me. You have to include this. You can't not include that. And that's a dialogue that has to happen, right? Yeah. Because there are probably other line items that they thought were 50 pounds and actually ended up being five. Like, so it might work itself we, out. We try. We usually get there or pretty
0: close. You know, the other point to make here is you might be talking a, a big contract, lots of
2: people, you know, very large sums of money. Two-page SOW. Let's call this for what it is. Some contracts have give us a longer runway if things don't go well than others, but nobody has committed to keeping us around for years and years. No. With no out clause. No, that's that right. is a reality. That is a reality of every agency. There's yeah, we usually we with exist cause the pleasure of the client. I we mean, exist, is, and that is, I mean, it will and it's not continue like, on if we are doing good work and they trust us and they rely and on us. And it's also, they
0: can dismiss us because they want to dismiss us. Like, it's not, like, there's no recourse there. We, if They're we, like, hey,
2: 30 days, goodbye. Yep. Yeah. And that's happened. I mean, it's happened sometimes because the advocate's gone. The person that like was the advocate for the deal is gone. And then, you know, we're sort of flailing. Well, they cancel the project. Or they cancel a project. I mean, there's any number of things that can happen. So ultimately, it is about the relationship. We had one engagement. It was a smaller one. This is early days for Postlight, And it wasn't going great. The stakeholder came in really sitting upright and had two pages of notes mm-hmm. and it was essentially a, an attack plan. And I wasn't on the project, but I came into the meeting because of the, the I remember this. I was
0: when it. also, I was on vacation. You were on vacation and this was my baby.
2: And you were like, let me jump in. Yeah. Yeah. And she started going through the bullets and it was just, there was tension in the room and I stopped her at like bullet four or five. And I said, what do you need? And, and by the way, she was holding money. They owed us money. And the culmination of these 18 bullets was, until you fix these things, we're not going to pay you. And I said, you know, Miss X, you're not happy right now. This isn't going well right now. You don't need to go through your list. The goal here is for you to feel good about what we're handing over to you. And so let's instead talk about how we get there. And it completely threw her off. She thought it was going to be a throwdown fight. She was ready
1: to go through a laundry list and have you, catch you back on your heels on on everyone. X, she Z. thought each one would
2: take eight minutes. Yeah, and it would take three hours to go through yeah. this list. And I didn't want to go through a list. I think there's been hiccups on both sides. There was actually hiccups on both sides. I said, let's pause here and fix it. This is the another thing, and this is a hard thing for agency leaders to to learn. Is you gotta know when, when to walk. And oftentimes in my experience, if you give them the opportunity to transition away, they don't take it. If you're that open to fixing it and it's like, look, if you you're hell bent on not working with us anymore, then we'll find a path. We'll find a path, they never they don't take it. They no, rarely take no, it. No, no, because no. you've essentially said, I want this to work and I want you to be happy. If you don't think there's a path to getting happy, then let us help you find someone else that'll make you happy. It's like okay, uh, I guess I was here for a fight, but we're having tea now. And then the temperature came down and it became a constructive.
0: If someone is in a place to get a plan B, they've already got a plan B. Like they'll be like, I want to talk with you about winding down. When they're upset, that actually isn't, that's, it's hard because it's an opportunity. The big lesson for me with that is never to
2: dig in my heels. Just let them talk for 20 minutes. Yeah. And that's fine. Like as long as respect is maintained. Yep the red line i would draw is if our people are feeling like shit if we've our had a people few people are feeling like shit it's just because it's not a warm environment or not a collaborative environment. It's almost unsustainable. Well, also, it, it, all we have is a person. People. Sometimes you just have to switch that team
0: off and let someone who is utterly fine with somewhat shitty people just yeah. come in. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there are certain people who are like, this client doesn't even register for me. I
2: don't, she asks a lot of questions. It's okay. You know what it is? They don't internalize it. They're like, this is what this is. This That's I mean, a yeah. right. You didn't come here to yeah, play this tennis. Is,
1: this is, this is my life. This yeah. is our life. Right. Yeah. Right. There this is are, what the job is. There yeah. are,
0: Two kinds of agency employees those who care deeply and are able to transfer that care from client to client and just emotionally engage over and over and over again, and those who could give a shit and are just like, I can't believe what this person is doing. I'm going to just get this done.
1: You know recently I, I was talking to a client of ours great relationship great project rock and roll about the ship and she kind of from out of left field from my perspective out of left field comes at me with a task that is not in the project plan not on my radar at all and in, in the spirit of like wanting to protect the team and like protect the effort and want to ship i was like you know this feels out of scope and she said something to me that really made an impression to me she, she said this is absolutely in the spirit of our agreement and it See, was that phrase in like the that's, spirit that's a, that's a of our uh, right that there. is a leader, oh. right? Because mm. she couldn't point to the paragraph in the exhibit no. that said we were going to do this task because it wasn't there. And that's this is right. part of the reason why I was pushing back. That's right. But when she said this isn't in the spirit of our agreement, <gasps> yeah. I like went right finger, back like, on my to heels the,
2: to the like Adam's apple, oh, the yeah. conscious, it, or whatever it was. It, is. it was amazing yeah. because yeah. I
1: couldn't argue with her. But, and but there's a calculus, right? There's a calculus, and it's funny. I came back to you, Rich. I was like this isn't in scope but what should we do right and yeah. like in that situation there's a calculus this is a good relationship we're yeah. shipping we yeah. want this person to feel like we have their back we're her partner yeah. this kind of is broadly in the spirit of our shared goals like like it was a back and forth and yeah. it was a debate
2: I mean Jack finish your thought
1: I, no I mean that in the spirit of the agreement was very much a lesson to me of like this is about relationships and it's not necessarily about the SOW but it is a continual conversation and negotiation yeah. of that relationship understanding uh, what she, are our shared goals and does this follow. Her. Yeah. she needs to get her ding done, and it was also the kind of relationship where I could say to her, "I can give this to you, but it means that other things are going to get bumped," and yeah. that also is a continual negotiation. Yeah, so,
2: but you've also, I've also had interactions with you where I said enough. Yes, and I said this is not going to be fun for you, Gina. I was like,
1: God, Rich, you're going to make me give bad news. Yeah, you're killing and, but me right you're, now.
2: But th- this is it, and put it on. A lot of times, I'll say, put it on me, or yeah. s- put it on someone else, so you're only just delivering the message. Yeah, but we reached that point, and we said. No, I'm sorry. It's shocking because you are, I mean, you are a ninja when it comes to getting the client to absolutely fall deep into the relationship. You're about as good as it gets because you care so deeply about the relationship. I want um, them to
1: succeed. Their you, success is our success. I mean, that's the basis of it, right?
2: That's right. That's right. But it is not a bottomless well. Like, that's the thing. That leaves you with a bit of a vulnerability. So when you do have that conversation, like, I'm really sorry, we can't do this for you. It's almost shocking to them. It's
1: a tough, yeah. It's a
2: shocking thing to them. I'm much more comfortable with that because I take a different approach than you do. You're, You're more about, I'm here to protect you. I'm more about, don't make silly mistakes.
0: If you want to give off the signal of true executive leader. Oh boy. Okay. I've noticed this. You just talk nonstop about risk. There is nothing else. There's no engagement. There's no project. There's no people. (laughs) There's just risk. And so what you do is you swoop in and you go, you've introduced a lot of risk to the situation. How do you want to handle it? And and they look at you and they go, well, no, no, I don't want any risk. I I really need to ship
2: this. And you're like, well,
0: okay, but I get it. I get it. But you need to see, do you feel the hot fire that is
2: touching your feet? This is a great, whether you are an agency talking to a client or you are a middle manager talking to an executive, the best judo move in business is drawing a picture of them standing in a fire of failure. Oh, yeah. I had a meeting recently with a group of executives And essentially the the upshot was we were telling them that their partner was not working out for them, was the message. And one of the executives turned to me and asked, he said, well, how do we communicate this to them so it doesn't hit them so hard and hurt them so much? And I paused for a moment and I said to them, just tell them it's really bad for you. Like, this isn't about them. This is about you and you're an executive, you will hold the keys to your own organization and to the interests of your own organization, I have to think your partner will get that, right? They're gonna have a bad day. They're gonna have a bad day. You made a choice
0: between you having bad days or them having bad days and you came down for them. It sounds manipulative,
2: it's really not. It's just you telling them, look, this is could be a really bad outcome. you committed to March 28th or whatever. You're gonna blow that out. And then they pause and they run that nightmare scenario in their heads and they usually come off it. Just to clarify what I'm saying here, this is not about pushing forward a false narrative. You should still be honest and transparent about what you're saying. It should not be about like, this will fall on your face if it won't. Don't do that. Like, there's no need to do that. But oftentimes, people overreach. Everybody wants to do more. Everybody wants the the bigger thing, right? And so don't do it as a manipulation or to mislead people. But it is a better way to craft that well, message.
0: Like I'm working, we're building a sales culture at Postlight that is about transparency and consulting and advisory and honesty. And I know that is that is absolute marketing to say that. And, and maybe you believe it or maybe you don't. But, you know, if you're a big org, test us.
2: I think you're, you're nailing it. A lot of the big shops, they sell very complicated things that nobody understands. And no, they, they put sell, a huge sticker They price sell platforms on and cross your fingers.
1: This is why I think writing statements work, it's magical. I love the idea that you can write a simple document with simple words and short sentences to clearly reason about how a big complicated piece of software like comes into being.
2: It brings you clarity. I
1: mean, yeah. I mean, I've worked in this industry for decades. I still think that software is unbelievably magical. And the idea that, that we have you know a paper trail of some of the things that we built, which have turned out to be amazing, that was like post light, build, website, like started yep. started there. Yeah. I think it's an incredible just form of intention and of uh, agreement and of like, a, it's a representation of shared goals, right? Because like software is a manifestation of one's hopes and dreams about their business and about like enabling their customers and enabling their users and like being able to express that in two pages, the start to that. It's a privilege not to get all weird and starry out about this, but like it's a, it's a particular genre yeah, of I- writing.
2: What a great way to reframe a statement of work, right. which is it's this expression of shared goals versus a list of contractual commitments. Right? Some people, and that's what it is. People, people roll the their eyes
1: of the agreement. The all right, of the agreement. Yeah. Yeah.
0: people roll their eyes. I used to roll my eyes at all the artifacts that you make when you're trying to get work done because it's I don't know. It's not a poem. It's yeah. not a novel. Yeah. But the reality is, like, this is the shared reality. This is how we communicate, get things done, and create. Stability and calm, so we can do the work. And they they really matter and they're important. And you can approach them with respect and think, like, wow, what could a really good SOW be in this context? It's certainly not as much fun as writing, you know, a spec script for a great sitcom. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, it's not like, <laughs> you know, it's not, they're never going to take our SOWs and, and turn them into, into an HBO series. Yeah. But, Then again, they provide stability and and order to our business. Yes.
1: Even though they fall out of date immediately, Immediately. there's still a statement of like original intention. Like this is how we started this this thing together. An
2: expression of shared goals, like you said. I mean, that's exactly what it is. And to use that she can only use that card a couple of times. Yeah. Like she can use it. She's allowed to use it. Right. Sometimes it can Spirit. be an overreach. But
1: I, I mean, what she was saying is I understood this relationship to be this, like we're a partnership and you have my yeah. back and I have yours and yeah. we're yeah. going to help one another round. We're going to, we're going to do this thing a together. Drink, drink right? a 100%. lot of
2: coffee with you, Gina, you 100%. 100%. <laughs> a
1: lot of coffees yeah. and drinks. Yeah.
2: And look, as long as you've got a, a, a reasonable actor, that's not looking to yeah. abuse it, then fine. And
1: They're, it's pretty clear when you do have that yeah. and wow. when you don't i mean yeah. it it's pretty clear pretty we're,
0: quickly we're the vendor yeah a little abuse is just par for the part, of the I mean, part of the job there's some calluses
1: on the Yeah, it's fine
2: uh,
0: if you're not ready for a little lesson in humility on a regular basis you should definitely not work at an agency I mean, no, it's listen not.
1: it's a trade off I get to come to 101 5th Avenue every day put on my headphones type a little bit and every once in a while I'll take a little abuse from a club that's right
0: <laughs> and what a, isn't that great alright so Postlight I, good company Postlight yeah.
2: right we don't even S-O-W. need to pitch Postlight for this one no I mean reach yeah, out to us hello at postlight.com I gotta say our agreements are as airtight as our code mm. like that mm. that's strong mm, that's yeah good that's good <laughs> yeah gina it's always a pleasure to have you yeah, on this thanks podcast having me. this is
1: a lot of fun i love that i walked in here and said i have no idea what we're gonna talk about and conversation well, well, yeah ensued. well now
2: your leadership you know? <laughs> yeah
0: all right. All right, friends, get in touch if you want that SOW. Just show up; we'll make it happen. <laughs> Enter coupon code. That's right. Postlight. SOW.
1: Easy SOW. Postlight. We're ready
0: for you. Get in touch. Hello, Postlight.com. Let's go. Have a great week.